BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, everyone? You are back with District Baseball, and we are here, ladies and gentlemen. Playoff baseball is right around the corner. The bracket is set, and we are talking about it all here on today's episode. But before we get into that, Trey, how's it going, my friend? It is going well, Nick, and uh, I am so freaking excited for Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday. It was my favorite days last year during, Dude, during the playoffs. It's like March Madness, but baseball. <laughs> exactly, and it's going to be fantastic, and hopefully even... Let's let's just go to three games in all those series. Let's let's even add an extra day. Absolutely. And, and let's let's all just watch baseball all day together. But um, yeah. I, other than that, I can't wait. <laughs> it's I, it's gonna be freaking fun, man. Wait, wait. I mean, you are, you guys see me already. I'm wearing the the hat of the team I'm rocking with this postseason. It's Blue Jays season, baby. We are making a run. And then when the Blue Jays inevitably get eliminated in the first round. We're rocking with a different team because that's how playoffs work. <laughs> yep. Just, just ban- hop on the bandwagon when your squad's not in it. And yep. uh, that's, it's, it, there's, there's a, an aspect that's even more fun when your team's not in it, because when your team's in it, it's a lot of stress. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we we're lucky from that perspective. Uh, although we'd rather be in the playoffs. That would be more fun. Anyways. <laughs> you know, who's not in the playoffs though? Chicago. The Cubbies. <laughs> oh man. I mean, talk about a chicago style collapse i mean it really was it was it's like tough it, it, it was it's like tough yeah i mean it was some of those uh those years before they eventually end up winning the world series where everything kind of just falls apart at the end and it happened again yeah. um now i think cubs fans should can can look at this in two different ways i think one you overperformed by a lot yeah like, for sure you're in a good spot heading into the future with with your squad young talent and talent that's locked up get Cody Bellinger back on the roster and you guys are good to go. Um, and, and I think that you can, you can say, Hey, we, we did a great job and we put ourselves in a position to make the playoffs. I think you can also be super upset by the way they collapsed in September. Um, and both of these things can be true uh, because they were, they had a 92% chance via fan graphs to make the playoffs in early September. And uh, now they have a 0% chance. So and it, it was kind of, it was kind of everything snowballed at once. You know, it was the pitching failed. It was the, the, the lineup couldn't produce when the pitching was good. It was just sloppy play. Um, <laughs> cursed moments. I mean, that's that uh, say a Suzuki missed miss fly ball is just, 
that moment. That's it's one that's going to stick it's out. It's not in quite fans. the uh, it, what's yeah. dude's name Bart or something. Yeah, they. I mean, they've had multiple why of those kind of. Why can't I think of the? Why can't I think of the guy's name? There's Steve Bartman. There's uh, Steve Bartman. But Bart. there was also um, <laughs> another player who dropped a fly ball in another run that that failed for them. I can't remember yeah. his name now. Um, but you know, they've they've had their their fair share of cursed moments, and uh, this will this will stick out to them um, if they don't recover next year and and make the playoffs, which I do think that they have a good chance to do. Um, so it's not all. And they're going to be. Yeah. But they're, they're yeah. going to be aggressive with it too. They're going to know they just missed out and there's blood in the water and they can go like, would it shock anyone truly if they went out and signed Shohei Otani? Cause it would not shock me. That would be sick. And like they, I mean, they clearly, have the, they have not the that, uh, Japanese connection there with, with Sam. right. I was going to say not that Shohei. Yeah. Not that Shohei's an international free agent anymore, but they've already, you know, shown a proclivity to, you know, dip into that market. Mm-hmm. So it's like, would it shock anyone if that's the response they had to this kind of collapse? Wouldn't shock me. You know, th- this is an aggressive franchise. They were uh, super aggressive with the rebuild. It worked. Like, yeah, they missed the playoffs this year. Their rebuild worked. They're effectively at the end of their rebuild in like two years, which is absurd. Like it's like so much credit needs to go out to everyone involved uh, with that franchise. And, you know, I, I'm sure if you talk to Cubs fans, there's still the jury's out on, you know, uh, David Ross and, and, and some other pieces, but you know, they had a good year. They had a really good year and, you know, there's a lot to be excited about going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think I, I honestly, if, if we're going right now, I think, they're probably going to make the playoffs next year, assuming that they, they get, uh, you know, a stud in free agency, either by retaining Bellinger, Otani yeah. or somebody else. Uh, they still do need a little bit more, but I think that they'll get it. Um, Agreed. So, yeah, it was it was bad uh, at the end there. But overall, not too bad. I think Cubs fans can can find some solace in the in the entirety of the season. Um, Agreed. And and they they wanted to find some solace in an NL Cy Young. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, Steele did not quite make it to the end, although he was fantastic this year. Um, but that just brings us back into the, the award discussion where we will finally choose our, our players. I think we've been skirting around some of these, these, these awards because there's been some close races, but uh, Nick, who you got in the national league for the MVP? I, I think it's funny because so many of these races were were so good in August and September, but now here we are at the end of the season, early October, and it feels like a lot of them have really cleared up. National League MVP, I would still vote for Mookie if I had a vote. That's just where I'm at. I put more stock into the value. I think the outstanding performance matters in an MVP, and that certainly it you know gives the edge to uh, Cunha, but I think what Mookie has done to a Dodgers or for a Dodgers team that seems much weaker than years past, yet they still won a hundred games, is just incredibly invaluable. Um, yeah, they have a Freddie Freeman there, but the Braves had Matt Olson and Austin Riley and Sean Murphy yeah. and Ozzy Albee. An abundance and, of riches. Right. So it's chances. like, you know, the argument goes both ways. Uh, I would give it to Mookie, but I, I think it's going to be Acuna. He has 
you know, there's no denying his the outstanding part of the MVP. His outstanding is one of the best in recent years. So you you can't really deny that. And I think the 40-40 or in his case, 40-70 really just solidified that. So I think it's going to be Acuna, even though I would vote for Mookie. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I'm also I would also vote for Mookie, although it is exceptionally close. This is pretty much the only race that is really close. I think everything else is kind of set in stone at this point. But here we go with and I mean, Freddie Freeman had like 60 doubles. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. If (laughs) someone really wanted to put together an argument for Freddie Freeman for MVP, I would allow it because he was just that good. Yeah, it was just that good. So the one, two, three in the uh, NL MVP is like the best three person finish in MVP. Uh, I'll have to go back and look, but like in quite some time. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got three, eight, F4 seasons to choose from. That is tough. That is very tough. Now, it's it's not as tough, I don't think, in the other categories here. And AL MVP, I mean, it's Otani. It's Otani. Because he's Otani. Corey Seager. The Shohei, the Shohei Notani Award goes to Corey Seager. I was gonna, I put him, I'll I take listed it. him. I'll take the it. Shohei Notani Award to, to Seager. Uh, he had like a 175 WRC plus. Didn't even play the full season and was still like a top ten player in yeah. F4. Another guy who I wanted to mention as well, who did not play the full season but was top fifteen in F4 in for qualified position players. Aaron Judge. Did you even remember Aaron Judge? I mean, I, I have swear no idea because who the, that is. the Yankees are out. So no one's talking about Aaron judge. He was unbelievable in the 106 games he played this year. So I wanted to give him a shout out. Cause he obviously won last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm assuming that you would say Otani's MVP as well uh, in the American league. So I don't really, yeah. Need to yeah. Ask. He, um, yeah. He's, he's a, yeah. the N- the NL Cy Young award is more of an interesting, interesting discussion after the guy who is going to win, which will be Blake Snell. I think, you're definitely a Snell guy, so you probably would also agree with that. Correct? Yeah, like the walks are, are a part of the conversation, but like everyone has the red flags, I guess. I, you know, in terms of yeah, the there's argument, no surely for, dominant uh, right. NL starter this year. But like, sure. if you want to go, if you want to, if you're a person that factors in the dominance, look at Blake Snell's last 18 starts to end the year. And then come back to me with the the walks and stuff like that. Like he was purely dominant over a large portion of the season. Like I think Passon tweeted it out. Like if you want a, a compiled list of his performance in every start, that's easy to read. It's like a one eight nine ERA and one hundred and thirty some innings. Yeah, and, he, and he's a Cy Young. Yeah, it's the you know I'm obviously the innings and run prevention guy. That's my thing. And <laughs> he, he didn't have the most innings, but he got 180 and his run prevention was so ridiculous that it's not even it's not even a, a debate. Um, now, great after, time to win a, Cy, a second Cy Young. Absolutely. Right. Uh, right when you're about to hit agency, he's going to get a bag. Good. For it him. also and this is a completely separate conversation, puts him in a conversation for Hall of Fame consideration. Should he continue on? Double Cy Young, you have to be at least a thought in someone in in a voter's head. Like, yep. Yeah. So I'm with you there. Snell definitely in the National League. In the American League, um, there's actually, it's it's Garrett Cole, I think. um, Yeah, I agree. No real debate here. Yeah. Cause he had. The, 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 both the most innings and the best ERA. So that's for my, for me. He's never won go. one. 
this feels like a Leonardo DiCaprio like it, hey it is you, yeah you needed to win before this but even though this is not your best role it's not very Garrett Cole's best season you're gonna win now as like a makeup for all the times you didn't win yeah and I, I think um pretty much the, the only guys that were really in his ballpark were uh Sonny Gray and Kevin Gosman um yeah Sonny Gray had a two two seven nine ERA and 184 innings which has been the best season of his career in a while. Um, I was going to say, now he's he going to have a four ERA next year because and he just he, always goes back and forth. And uh, he is also a free agent, I believe, after this year. So congratulations, Sonny Gray. You're probably going to get paid. <laughs> um, and then Kevin yeah. Gosman was excellent once again. Kevin Gosman yep. was excellent last year, and he's just kind of been on the outside he's looking in on the excellent year on. before. Yep. Yeah. He's a guy that you might want to watch for for future, a, cu- a couple yeah. more years where he's still mm-hmm. effective. Yep. Um, before he kind of gets a little older, but yeah, I think Garrett Cole deserves it. Um, he's not my favorite person or personality or pitcher to watch, but I like, well, I like watching a pitch. Okay. Well, let's back that up. That's fun. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, other, other parts, but I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't bit of a loser. <laughs> I can't really, uh, use that as, as a way to justify anything. So yeah, no, Garrett no. Cole's no Here character clause when we're voting for our yeah, especially uh, not us <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. not us i mean yeah. it's like to an extent anyways um <laughs> uh then it's a rookie of the year awards um pretty my straightforward only, my only prediction that i got right basically from the preseason corbin carroll is the national league rookie of the year and i and yeah. like it's not even a good prediction to get right because everyone said he was going to do it and he didn't yeah it was the obvious choice and i feel bad now anyway i went <laughs> i went bold and i think it, there's the shohei no tani award if there's a no ben carroll award <laughs> code isenga yeah is my pick yeah just to pick. be different and he was excellent in his first year um in America and obviously in, in major league baseball, there's an, an argument for NL Cy Young in there as well. He wouldn't win, but I think he's going to get some votes. Yeah. He's so, probably a top five guy. Yeah. Cy Young. So I just want to throw that out there, but yeah, Gunner and Corbin Carroll were like as about clear cut favorites at the start of the year. And I think now at the end of the year, that's probably who's going to win. Yeah. They, they both, uh, uh, probably exceeded expectations honestly i mean I we, we so. thought they'd be studs but they're super studs so corbin carroll was like acuna level there for a while yeah he had a little slowdown in august that kind of you know dropped him a bit but overall he was unbelievable and, and he's got the stolen base and the d-backs made the playoffs so D-backs he's playoffs. obviously a very key component to that yes absolutely um and, and now that we have those awards and, and everything is done in the regular season, it's playoff time, baby. We got some matchups to talk about. Um, and I personally wanted to start with the Rays. Okay. Um, the, Ra- the, Rangers and, yeah, the Rangers and the Rays, they play each other. And I think this matchup really does not favor Texas. And we were talking about this before we even started, how they kind of blew it in terms of the division. Like they had that thing. And they let it go. And now they're going to have to play the Rays in round one. They're not surviving that series. They didn't have enough time to recover their pitching. And they didn't, they're not going to be able to uh, stop the, the Rays offense. Meanwhile, the Rays do have the pitching um, to at least slow down this great Rangers offense. Um, so when, on, on paper, I, I really, the Rangers really messed up by not winning the division, I think. Uh, yeah. But because now you just got, you have to deal with this 
freaking the most annoying team to probably manage against too because their bullpen is so crazy it's it's going to be tough i think the rays are going to pretty much walk all over them yeah i agree like the, the rangers really needed that buy because yeah. you know whoever won the al west was guaranteed to buy because the twins despite winning their division were not going to be uh, better than whoever won the uh, AL West. So the Rangers had it. They were in first through the weekend, and then they managed to somehow eliminate the Mariners but lose the division. I like, know. That was actually like, – I, I don't understand <laughs> how that happens. Um, but, alas, the wow. Astros won the division, and you know now the Rangers are – having more odds stacked against them. And, you know, there was some hope that Max Scherzer could come back later in the playoff run. That's not happening now unless, you know, they somehow pull off a miracle upset, but the Rays have been there and done that before. Yeah. They haven't won a world series, but listen, there are playoff battle tested. Like they're going to steamroll this first matchup. Like this is the most confident, like first round matchup I have. Or yeah, first, me too. Like, I, I think the Rays are just, I have better right now. I also think the Rays are just intrinsically motivated to face Baltimore again. They hate, they went into Baltimore with a chance to like overtake the division and lost. God, I so, need that series. <laughs> so I, I think they want that. They know if they, if they get through the Rangers, they're getting Baltimore again. And I think that's what they want. And like you just mentioned, that's what we, the fans want too. Yeah. And uh, I, I, they they want Baltimore. That's for sure. After that, the way that last series ended, it's be they were up two zero in that series. series, and they 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 let the Orioles win those two games and win the division. Mm-hmm. That's got to happen. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, moving on, I think we have an even closer series, like a really close series next um, with with the Twins and Blue Jays. On paper, these teams match up really well. Um, they both have really good starting pitching. They both have solid bullpens, and they both have pretty good lineups. Not the best, not the worst. Um, so like I said, on paper, this is really close. Of course, we have to deal with the twins curse, which I found out was 18 straight games, not 19. Like we said last week. Now we're talking about the correct things. Yeah. So there you go. (laughs) Um, if I was just going based on, you know, my, my statistical brain here, I might be going with the twins, but because they've got a bit of a curse going, we gotta, we gotta see it before I can, I can even think about picking them in a series. So I'm going with the blue Jays. Nick, who are you? Who could you possibly be rooting for in this series? Listen, I just, the world I have no idea. The World Series trophy runs through Toronto. <laughs> I bleed Toronto Blue Jay Blue. Um, I always have, always will. Uh, the Twins are nothing. They're not going to win the single game. The curse is going to live on. The the Blue Jays they've just kind of been slow playing everyone in the AL this entire year. They didn't. They knew they didn't like have the the, the firepower to win. 104 games that's fine or whatever the the orioles that that's fine they're not worried about it they're gonna let the the rays and orioles like tire each other out and then be gassed in the alcs meanwhile they're gonna handle the twins in three games they're gonna handle the astros in four games and they're gonna find themselves in the alcs in the minimum amount of games played ready to go, ready to take on a, an opponent they've seen 14 times already this year, and they're going to find themselves in the World Series like without even breaking a sweat. So listen, you're don't come to me talking about the Minnesota Twins in the playoffs. Like, what are we doing here? 
Like this is the Blue Jays time. Like no one's talking about them anymore. Like all the attention turned to the Mets and the Padres about these super teams, but that was what Toronto wanted because they had those expectations previously and it was too much, but now they're playing with house money, baby, and they can just make a run and ride into the sunset with that World Series trophy riding, riding shotgun. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc that was an excellent uh rant right there about your, about you. your squad about your Jays. thank you thank um you. you know what i'm convinced i'm with it <laughs> let's go let's go blue jays i've been i have been indoctrinated anyways oh, yeah. let's, let's move it. on to this D-backs and Brewers matchup. I think this is another one-sided battle here. The D-backs overperformed and good made story. the playoffs. They should feel good, similar to the Cubs. Um, they don't have it. Give me the Brewers pitching. <laughs> the, the Brewers Give pitching. Give me the Brewers pitching. Just that good. Um, so yeah, I think we can go ahead and just confidently say the Brewers will probably take that series. Then we got Phillies and Marlins. Now, again, on paper, this is probably a Philly series win. The Marlins got the devil magic, though. I'm going to pick Philly, but I will not be surprised if somehow Miami just becomes godlike in the playoffs <laughs> because they've been they've been writing this crazy devil magic for their crazy record in one run games, which they've won like 35 of them, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, so none, none of what they've done this year is really that sustainable, but you don't have to have it sustained in the playoffs. You just have to get lightning in a bottle. Get hot at the right time. Get hot at the right time. They got the, they do have the starting pitching, um, but I will, I will go ahead and defer to the Philadelphia Phillies in that series. Yeah, like they made the playoffs in the uh, COVID-shortened 2020 season and obviously didn't win. But anytime the Miami Marlins have made the playoffs, they've won the World Series. And... At the boat like the two times they that happened they made it as a wild card team so it's like yeah that, that was 20 <laughs> plus years ago but listen the devil magic does not have an expiration date um but like in all seriousness i think the marlins just aren't being talked about enough specifically i hope i'm pronouncing her name right kim ang i believe yes. is how you pronounce her name. I, yes she deserves a lot of credit and i believe may not have my facts right here i believe her contract she's kind of like a lame duck right now she doesn't have a contract extension which is insane she deserves one like (laughs) like let's not you know revert back to like our not our baseball's you know misogynistic tendencies oh yeah that's a whole other story she she has done a great job and i i think literally if it was 
any other GM, they would have a contract contract extension. But you know, people are always looking to to poke holes. And if you look at the the Marlins' trajectory for years, especially around the time they traded Yelich and Stanton and all them, like to be where they are now with the young core that they do is is a, a, a testament to how well they were built. And Kim Ang has a lot to do with that, especially with the, you know, the Derek Jeter debacle and, and all that stuff. So, uh, but that's besides the point we're talking playoffs. Um, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if the Marlins win, you know, they, they've seen the Phillies a lot. They know how they match up again. Uh, Jesus Lazardo starting game one, he's two and O against the Phillies this year. So he had an excellent season as well. Yeah. So it's like, would it shock me? No, but I, I think the Phillies are going to be just fine. They, they have some work to do. They're not quite as stacked on paper as they were last year and like rolling as well as they were last year, but I think they're going to be fine. And similar to the Rays wanting the matchup with the Orioles, I think the Phillies really want the matchup with the Braves. Yeah. And uh, I, I do too. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, uh, I know that we, we hate those teams, but I mean, when they clash in the playoffs, it is pure entertainment and fireworks. Yeah. I mean, just the last year, you cannot tell me that you were not entertained, even if you are a fan <laughs> of the Nats or Mets. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty nuts. Um, yeah, I, I I agree though. I wanted to shout out uh, Kim Ang for the fact they would be foolish, foolish to not bring her back. Foolish. Yeah. Josh Bell, Jake Berger, save their season. Yeah, she did that. Yeah. Case closed. Anyways, yeah. I've been saying anyways a lot. I don't know why, but I have been. I'm gonna try and stop that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so past these wild card matchups, there's also a World Series eventually, and. Uh, Nick, who, who's who's making the World Series? Who's winning that thing? Well, clearly the Blue Jays, uh, okay. as I previously mentioned, yes. per my uh, last email. Um, <laughs> now, in, in all seriousness, uh, I'm hoping I don't catch too much flack for this as an ads fan. I'm still an ads fan, always will be an ads fan. It's fun to see the Orioles do well. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I'm, I'm kind of with you It there. is. It's not so fun to do, see the Braves do well, and I really don't want to go chalk with the one seeds. Um, but that my gut says that this year is the year where it's just like the best teams all season are going to be the teams that find themselves in the World Series. Um, but I'm not going to do that because that's no fun. We're not going to do that. I am going to go Orioles, though, and I think they are going to play the Philadelphia Phillies. Once Ooh, again, okay. I think the Phillies Phillies repeat. If they get past the Braves, that's the toughest test. Like yeah. yeah, like and I'm not trying to discount the Dodgers, even though the Dodgers struggle in the playoffs. Like, but that Dodgers team is just not, you know, the same quality. Like their their offenses, yeah, but their pitching is is weak. It's really weak, especially if you, you know, go to to years past. So I'm going to go Phillies because they've gotten over the hump. Right. So they don't need to prove something to us. They won the NL pennant last year. So they know how to do it. They still have a lot of key components. They need some guys to step up for sure, but they have the key components there. I, I think the Orioles win, but I'm almost part of me wants them to make the World Series but lose because I want them to spend. Yeah. I, that's like, a good point. I, I don't want their cheapness, their cheap owner to be rewarded for not spending money. So like I'm, I'm conflicted, even though I think they will win. So I'm going to go Phillies because they've kind of taken the opposite route of they're spending money to build their, to build their roster, 
So I think the Phillies are, are going to take this. So I'll go Phillies over Orioles. Well, yeah, I mean, they have the experience. They've made it there before. And uh, yeah, maybe they'll they'll be the team to to get over that hump. Um, and the NL East has been pretty good, the playoffs. So uh, in recent years, besides, yeah. besides the Mets, um, <laughs> unless you want to go back 2015, which I don't. Anyways, I'm going to get weird with it. The Dodgers have fewer expectations than ever. This is the first year in like a decade where it's not Dodgers, 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 Dodgers and how they're so good. It's Braves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the year the Dodgers win. I I, I think I'm going to go Dodgers over Rays. I think the Rays are really good. They have excellent pitching, excellent uh, offensive capabilities, and they they're hungry to beat those O's. Um, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm I'm getting weird with it. I'm I'm going narrative ball. I like it. On, I like on it. paper, I don't really like this Dodgers roster that much. And you're right, their pitching has been way worse. So this is when they have got no expectations of anything. Why not? Let's go Dodgers over the Rays. Yeah, I I, I like it. And And I can't really justify that with with numbers because they've been worse this year. It's just a narrative (laughs) ball thing. Even though the run differential is still as great. Like we talk about their pitching not being great. Like their run differential is like still over 200. (laughs) And they still won 100 games. Like I don't know why I'm trying to like discount them so much, but I'm not. But I am, I think. Um, So it wouldn't shock me at all. But uh, I think we can all agree that we'll just prepare for a Braves Astros world series because <laughs> like, that's what it's going to be. Um, oh, so. please. No, I, I will worse. say, should my Phillies pick come true? Really hope Angel Hernandez is nowhere near the world series, the playoffs, major league baseball, <laughs> uh, like at all, like Angel Hernandez is terrible, but that, yeah, the Bryce Harper point. thing. Uh, that was so funny too. Uh, just to mention it real quick, Harper's interview in the, at the end, a reporter asked him, <laughs> yes, he asked, he was like, he was like, do you, did you have you seen the replay? He's like, I don't, I don't need to see it. Just for, for those that don't know, uh, angel throughout Bryce. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a check swing. The angels or sorry, the, um, angel, uh, the Phillies have already made the playoffs, but you know, they're, they're trying to fine tune themselves for the postseason run. And, there was a check swing on Bryce Harper on a three-two count against pitchers he's pitcher he's never faced before. He didn't go. Like Not it, it's pretty clear cut. He didn't go. Angel Hernandez, uh, third base umpire, says he went. Bryce loses his mind. Obviously, like he's not the first person to lose his mind over Angel Hernandez. I think Kyle Schwarber had a pretty epic blow up, uh, maybe last year where he slammed his bat down, slammed his helmet down. I believe that was Angel Hernandez umping. It was. Um, as well. So, yeah, like, there's a history there. Like, it's not like Bryce just lost it for no reason. There, there's definitely plenty of reason there to lose it. But in his post-game interview, um, Bryce had said that uh, Angel Hernandez said, watch the replay, and then you'll you know realize that I was right. And so, as Trey mentioned, someone asked Bryce, "Hey, if you watch a replay, Bryce said, I don't need to. And he's right. Like, there's just no point. Like, it was not even close. But that's Angel Hernandez for you. And he won't be in the World Series because uh, he... he, He's terrible. Yeah. um, Well, yeah, man, there's that. And also his his lawsuit and everything. And they basically said he sucks at his job. Anyways, um, basically... uh, Pretty, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think uh, – I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought completely there. Um, <laughs> You're good. Moving on to the last category here, uh, we wanted to talk quickly about some 
legends that are leaving the game uh, via retirement. We also had a couple um, unfortunate passings of legends who left the game for a different reason. Uh, Brooks Robinson passed away, Hall of Fame third baseman for the uh, Baltimore Orioles, and Tim Wakefield, legendary Boston uh, knuckleball pitcher for their World Series team. Uh, so we wanted to quickly mention them. And uh, moving on to players who are just retiring, we have uh, Miguel Cabrera, first of all, obviously one of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time. Uh, Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals recently got his 200th career pitching win. He's retiring. Um, Terry Francona is retiring as a manager uh, for mostly health reasons. He's been kind of in and out of the team with some different uh, ailments. Yeah, um, he said he needs, he's like, I need my knee replaced, my hip yeah. replaced, my shoulder replaced. So I, I think you know, obviously it's being, ta- it, it's taxing, mm-hmm. you know, as an MLB manager. Um, so I think, yeah, health reasons. Thankfully, it seems like he's okay. He just, yeah, it's just, he has a lot going on in his life. Exactly. So. It was more of the, the managing on top of all that. It's just yeah, sort of a bit sure. too much, but he's okay. Um, and then we have a potential retirement. For Joey Votto, he has not said one way or the other. I hope. Give me one more Joey Votto. I think he comes season. back. They were I think so you're right. Close. They he were wouldn't so close. rehab. He wouldn't he rehab back. that shoulder. He would not rehab that shoulder to come to come back for a half season. He's coming back one more time. Yeah, please. I, I need it. I need it. Um. Yep. But yeah, let's talk about uh, Cabrera. Just re- uh, we gotta you know at least expand upon him a little bit. He's a future Hall of Famer, one of the best right-handed hitters ever. Um actually had a really good final series in, uh, in Detroit had yeah, hit a, home a really nice send off. Yeah. It was, it was some good stuff. Um, obviously one of the nicest dudes in the sport, he's always cracking jokes, smiling, laughing. Uh, and he's not too bad at baseball either. Triple crown winner. The last guy to do that. Um, you got any thoughts on any, any closing thoughts on Miggy here? It, it's funny. Cause like Pujols retired last year, right? And uh, someone posed a question like, would you rather prime Miggy or prime Pujols? And like, that's a fascinating argument. Tough. Um, tough. And, and tough. I think they like they after the initial debate, they even expanded upon it to include like prime. I think it was prime trout and prime a rod and like start your franchise kind of thing with one of those four. And I'm just like, um, uh, uh, it's impossible. Yeah, to it's one a, of those guys and decision. lead out the other three. But it's like, you know recency bias was was a thing at the time but you're like prime pools prime pools was awesome but then you're like wait a minute prime miggy is one of the best players of all time yeah (laughs) so so it's like i don't think there's a wrong answer but yeah miguel carrera is just um one of those guys that like so many the end of their career kind of skews the perception on how good they truly were like pools went through like Mm pools was you know tough to watch at times like I think back to watching the tail end of Ken Griffey Jr.'s career, who was like one of the greatest of all time. And he was terrible, you know, the final couple of years, you know. Um, so it's important to remember how good they were. And Miggy was one of the best. One of the best. Like, there you go. He's just simply the one of the best. Absolutely. First ballot Hall of Famer. No question. A hundred percent. And uh, man, Pujols and Miggy retiring and potentially Votto. That's tough. That's tough for some, some, ah, it's just making me feel old. All these guys from like my, now we just need a Dom generation. Smith retirement and we're set. Uh, yeah. I don't, unfortunately I don't think we're going to get that. <laughs> we're going to get another year of him. Damn. Um, 
but yeah, and then uh, Wayne Wright obviously had a great Cardinals career. Congratulations to him on his 200th win in retirement. He's going to be a yeah. country music artist now. Good, good on him. Just go do what you want, man. Kind of, uh, kind of costly endeavor to get your 200th win with a you know seven seven four ERA or whatever yeah. it was. But hey, he got his 200th win. You can yeah, retire don't happy. To, we don't I guess. Have to talk about the season he just had. It was pretty bad. <laughs> I guess also it's worth mentioning. Buck Showalter kind of retiring, sort so, yeah, of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Although maybe a forced retirement. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, out as the Mets manager, um, you know, they just might be going in a different direction. Obviously, they're not in the place they thought they would be at the start of the year. So, yeah. But Buck is still a great manager, a lot of success in his career. Yeah, I think. Uh... That would be a, a, a good spot to go ahead and wrap this up. So we appreciate you guys hopping in uh, to another episode of District Baseball. Um, Nick, any final thoughts on any playoff uh, matchups or anything like that? Uh, listen, I, I said it all before, but I'll just reiterate here. The World Series trophy is coming home to Toronto. <laughs> Not worried about it. And then we're going to go back to back again like we did in 93-94. Um, God, I hope those are the years. <laughs> it was definitely not, but that's okay. Uh, 92, sure. 93. 92, 93, yes. Twins in 91. Edit that in. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'll, so just, we're going I'll back overdub that. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you. All right, um, uh, yeah, Blue Jays World Series champs. Blue Jays World Series champs. You heard it here. Champs, you heard it here first. Uh, check out our uh, ads on x.com, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, uh, below. Uh, and I know, I agree. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just get ready for some awesome postseason baseball. We'll be back covering uh, these 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 matchups uh, next week. So we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Later, guys. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.